What's up, everybody? How y'all doing? Welcome back to another episode of Everyday Guys. Everyday Guys. Yeah. What's up, I'm Mark? I'm Brad. How's everybody doing this week? How are you, Brad? I'm doing pretty good, man. What doing. was your high point this week? I built a monster truck garage for my son with some <laughs> lights on it and a monster truck park with a crash bag and a ramp. Oh, dude. You put in his room? I saw that thing with all the LEDs in it and everything. Uh-huh. And we yeah. got the paint yet. I got, my, uh, got some primer, and we're going to prime it up tonight, and then I'm going to paint it in detail tomorrow. Like, I'm going to paint, like, a garage and, like, <laughs> windows, and I'm going to... I am set on making it, like, a little... I'm living my childhood again. Oh, dude. 100%. I, w- I wish. If I was a kid, and how is he dealing with not playing with it until you're done? He's good with stuff that I'm like that I'm working on. If if I'm not, but once it's his, you know, that's another story. Then it's then yeah. he's put his mark on it. And but uh, he's fine. He likes helping me with stuff. Like he, he likes building things. Yeah, he wants to hold stuff and like he wants to hammer. If there's hammers and stuff around, and I've got, I have to pick everything up because he will like if I if if the house is the way it is now and he come home. He would pick a hammer up and put a hole in a wall or something just because he's fixing something. But he's getting better with that. I, I say, I say he would. He probably wouldn't. But but I know what you mean. He, he's he just want to. He'd want to be active on something. He wants to. Yeah, he wants yeah. to do something. He wants to help. He wants yeah. to. That's that's awesome, man. Yeah. Um. Uh, what was the high point of your? Well, if we're, we're talking over the weekend, right? I'm talking since I seen you last, man. Okay. What was the high point? Give mm-hmm. me a high point. I had a bunch of high points. That's good. That's, it's good I to have a lot of high, of high points. points. I've had a bunch too. I think. I don't know. Maybe not. I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what it really is. What's a high point for me? It's not just when one thing happens and uh, <clears throat> it lifts my whole week or you know my mood. Um, it's a string of small things that keep me going. Like little I, wins, yeah, little wins, man. Man, I need, I need a multitude of them. Um, it, it's, it's like, I don't know. I, I guess it's being able to sit still, and be in the quiet, and still feel peace. You're not stressing and worrying about everything. But um, man, it's been a bunch of great things. I, I went Randall's uh, youngest twin's birthday, uh, youngest daughter's birthday. Uh, Went to a little birthday party for that. Got to catch up with all of them. Happy birthday. Yeah, yeah. Um, I went to New Orleans. Caught a little Sunday bike ride. Oh, well, no, Sunday stroll. I went down and took a little Sunday stroll. I needed took the hog out? No, no, no. no? I, I Why take, not? Well, I, I didn't run it down because I think, I think we were rushing for something. So like, I, You're I not trying to, you weren't obviously trying to lock no ladies down if you didn't pull the oh, hog no. out. If I pulled the hog out, it's game over. I'm, it's game over. I'm saying. <laughs> I, I had a buddy of mine um, who used to travel a lot with. Uh, the guy I used to go to Vegas and L.A. with all the time. He lived mm-hmm. in Dallas. Um, he, we used to have these little, um, what do you call it? People are superstitious of things, so he'd have these little superstitions about destinations he would take his dates to, you know, and what his closing rate was, you know, guy talk. And uh, he'd say, You know what? Funny thing is, go to Vegas with a girl, I'm like 50 50. Because I go hang out in LA, 
50-50. You know, Texas, odds are a little bit better in my favor. He says, but New Orleans, when I take a girl to New Orleans, it's closed. <laughs> so you're saying we have slutty women. Oh, my goodness. No, he, he, he's, it's like girls from everywhere. It's just... You know what New Orleans does to people that aren't from there. You know? Makes them a little bit freer, a little bit less yeah. inhibitions, maybe. Yeah. You, I can you, see that. You're soaking up the good times. Yeah. You know? So you, I guess you're a little more open to bad decisions. My closing rate just sucks everywhere, so I don't know. I never had a great... It was never 50-50. <laughs> um, That's not... I, don't, I, try not to, I try not to binge, um, binge worry on um, what my ratings are, what my success rate is. Um, well, thank God we don't have one, you know? Yeah. I would have fucked mine up already, like my, my credit score. As long as you could, like, bankrupt it and rebuild it, that would be cool. But Our dating score? You'd have to, like, go to classes and be like, all right, you were a fucked up citizen, but we're going to... We're not your dating score, just like your fucking human score. Oh, like, okay. You're fucked up. China has 20s. one. I don't know. China has one. I don't know. But I, we don't know. What do we know about it? China's kind of um, well, China, off on their own over there. Yeah. The, Beefing. They, they have a rating. Um, Let's go get Taiwan. They, they, <laughs> I'm going to say it. I mean, wait. We own Taiwan, but t- t- Taiwan. they're going to go Taiwan get Taiwan. Taiwan is not part of China. I say we just bust China's head on it and go after them first. Right. China's got Fuck it. Taiwan. We want the whole we want the whole coast. Whole continent. The whole coast of China. We want all that. <laughs> so we're gonna control all the imports, exports on boats. Well they're the they're the globe's biggest, fastest manufacturer. Um, they have a, a huge export. I mean they, they have a huge export. import too. Yeah, they, they do. get most of their food from the world. Sure. I mean it's the it's the globe's biggest population. You know, yeah. it's, it's one of the most condensed the largest countries there is. Um, of course, they consume a lot. That wall had some uh, some defects, though, huh? Have you seen the end of it? Which wall? The wall of China. Oh. Um, At the I, end I of it, it just kind of goes into the ocean for a little bit. People could have just took a boat around. Little fact. Little fact. Little factoid. Yeah. The Great Wall of China is actually the longest cemetery in the world. Oh. They used so many Blue. slaves on that thing. When Blue. they would die, they would push them over into the mortar and keep working. That's that, I think they did that in the, uh, the skyscrapers as well. In, <laughs> in New York. Or these people died. Like ground zero? Maybe they didn't. No. They, they no. cleared that up. <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh no, man. Like in the uh, 20s when the skyscrapers oh, were being when they built. Were building them? A lot of people died. I don't think people just like kick people over into the holes and shit like in China. Mm, who's the same? It was pretty there's a lot of people that died up there. They didn't have any safety regulations. Oh, sure. No tiles and shit. They walk in and they're fucking people died all the damn time. Yeah, I mean in, in those times too, uh, OSHA <laughs> and our standard of work didn't quality fucking didn't exist. exist. Yeah. yeah. That's what I just <clears> yeah. yeah. I've seen yeah. I've seen, yeah. I've seen <laughs> black and whites in New York where people are up um Building skyscrapers with no tie-offs and shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, just casually yeah, walking across. Just the having their little lunchbox on that beam suspended by a crane. Yeah, I mean, come on. You're right. How many people died like that? You know, yeah. I'm sure far more than, than, you know, back then it was just kind of accepted. Yeah, and, so and back dangerous. then you could probably get a lot fresher food and your diet might be better. Sure. Because you ate fresher stuff. Yeah. But at least you weren't dying... 
falling off buildings and they're just trying to go to work and get them carrots. Because of work standards and safety regulations. I don't know. But now they're trying to kill us with the food we eat and shit. It's fucking terrible. We can't eat nothing. I'm fucking struggling, man. Easter has just come about. Yeah. And I've been a fucking candy fiend. Like, just... Sugar's one of America's biggest killers. It's so addictive. And to me, it's so destructive and addictive. Because it fucking blows up at me when I eat it. Like... The three things I would grow if I could be a farmer and grow anything I want and I had all the means to do it sugar avocado and marijuana they're all money makers look at the demand and if you put some sugar on that avocado after you smoke that marijuana (laughs) that's called a trifecta (laughs) yeah well get you a sugar cane pill it's Louisiana what you mean I'm just saying let's start manufacturing what would we call it there was one word in that you forgot. The sugar, sugar? The and they'd just be like, that's the sugar, sugar. Gotta have the money to do all of that. I'm just doing good to have room for my moped. <laughs> True that, bro. Parking for my moped. Yeah. Speaking of, I gotta show you the new bike in the garage. A new bike in the garage? Yeah. We'll, we'll save that for another time. Oh, well, here in Louisiana, you it's know what this weekend is, huh? Uh, no. Beginning of French Quarter Fest, I believe. I'm very excited about it. Okay. Um, got a buddy whose birthday is this weekend. This weekend? What they doing Saturday? Oh, well, Friday. Sat- Friday or Saturday? I'm going down Friday night. Um, Friday night. What's happening? I'm gonna um, do a little dinner for four, uh, a little more intimate, away from the rest of the birthday goers come Saturday night. Oh, you got a birthday gig yeah. down there. Yeah. So, my buddy's birthday is probably going to have 15, 20, 30 people at dinner on Saturday. And What's going on with French Quarter Fest, though? Mm. What's this? All kinds of live music. Um, there's going to be booths set-ups everywhere. On the Riverwalk? They got all that, oh, yeah. that jam-packed? Oh, man. There's going to be bands everywhere. Not just- Boy, I used to hate that shit when I lived down there because yeah. I'd come across there was the quickest way, but um, yeah, come, trying to come across there to take the ferry right over there to Algiers was a... Oh, man. But imagine oh, trying man. to drive. You're faster on the ferry than you are Yeah, but it was drive. still it was still a hassle. There'd always be fucking a line. It, sometimes you have to wait for the next one because oh, things would fill up. It was just a hassle. But yeah, you're right. It was still faster than trying to drive down there. For yeah, sure. Coming over from the West Bank's horrid. I hate it when people were down there in the city. I remember back when, when there was literally a uh, toll up at the top of there to, to going to and coming from the West Bank. Mm-hmm. Bruh, you think traffic's bad now. Like, on the weekend, if it if if it was 5 o'clock. <laughs> Fucking sidebar, there's a toll road that goes through the middle of the Pontchartrain? Yeah. I had no fucking idea oh, yeah. existed. Oh, you, you talking about I, going, going into uh, Slidell and all that? I lost a bet. I was like, there ain't no fucking toll roads in Louisiana. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that thing's been there. That's, that's called the twin span? I, I, I have yeah. no reason to ever go to New Orleans that way. So I've never... It's Coving, Covington and Slidell. Never bit. Yeah. We call it North Shore. <laughs> yeah, I love North Shore. Yeah, um, Absolutely crazy. They, they got a, um, a nightclub and a restaurant that, that are over there that based in New Orleans that moved to Covington. It is some nice stuff over there out oh, that way. Oh, man. Great boutiques, great restaurants. Uh, it's so pretty. Um, but a prey 
and uh, and also Desi Vega. Desi Vega is a restaurant. And a chef. Are you speaking English right now? A prey is, uh, I believe that's a French word, um, but um, anyway, a prey lounge nightclub is right there on Fulton in in New Orleans, and then they they also open up in uh, on the North Shore in Covington, and a part of them like you know how, how ringside at Sullivan's was, the Sullivan's restaurant, and then the little side piece where they where they'd open it up for bar and yeah. bands and yeah. all that yeah. Well, that's what they did with a prey which is attached to it, but it's a nightclub, so you got bottle service, you got DJs and all that, so you can have dinner and walk right over after dinner, you don't have to get in your car and go nowhere, you know, lessen your chance of inebriated DWI, you know. Yeah, parking is always a fucking hassle down there, especially after you told me they're busting people's windows, that's just been, Disenchanting. It's just like, do I really want to risk it? Do I really want to... I, I, re- I, I read on Twitter the other morning that uh, these Canadians were down there in their car. Okay, they they drove all the way down to down to Louisiana to New Orleans to to soak in the South. Oh Lord! And um, they parked across the street from a police station, and their vehicle was stolen. They are still here in New Orleans right now. <whistles> and and the headlines for it. <laughs> That's crazy. Really gave. Gave New Orleans a a very apparent view of what it is, and and it and it it's just that you know it's like we went to New Orleans, our car got stole. Imagine that, you know. Where were you parked at in the bad area? No, I was across the street from the police station. You know. I don't know. I'm never ever ever. I mean, I do park down there sometimes, but not if I'm gonna be long. Like, yeah, no, you can't. If I'm gonna be long, I'll park across and I will fucking take a people. If y'all Uber come, across if y'all coming down to our that city, ferry, yeah, I'm just, I, I really, I don't, I don't know. People, if, if you're driving in New Orleans and you're going to hang out, don't park in any wide open parking lot. If you don't have good valet, where it's security and watch, and it's not in a fucking parking garage, I don't know what to tell you. Your best bet is driving to town. And being an Uber, I mean, our park across the river in the Algiers, the historic part of it. And if you can find a yeah a place down there, yeah. I mean, it's well Much patrolled better. and it's you know it's up and it's up and coming. It's uh, but don't get too far around there. No, I mean, don't set yourself <laughs> up. Fuck. Yeah. I mean, I hope you ain't waiting on uh, ultra security from the our leadership in New Orleans, Jesus. It's not coming. Yeah, it's not here yet. I don't see it inside. <coughs> um, no. Yeah. Hurricane took that away. Um, but no, French Quarter Fest is here. Um, I love it this time of year. There's tons of music makers, markets. Uh, it's, I like people being in New Orleans. I don't like too many. You know what I mean? It's a healthy medium somewhere in between. But... I've, ca- I've caught it on those days. You know, like maybe... Saturday, there's a huge concert, and you see people there Thursday and Friday. You know, it's great. It's just right. But on that Saturday night, it's fucking madness. You're trying to drive anywhere up and down Poitras or... Uh, trying to walk anywhere sometimes is ridiculous. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah people cluster. People mm-hmm. cluster badly. But anyway, it's still a good time of the year. It's not too hot yet. I, I look forward to, to going in, in, yep. in, in my city. Going to eat places and catch up with all of the locals that I love. Um, um, 
the other sun last Sunday when we went, um, it was a good. <clears throat> I didn't see all of my people everywhere, but I saw some of them. I was there. I got to breathe it up, you know. Um, listen to live music. Um, good jukebox in my favorite dive bars. Um, see a couple familiar faces, you know. And just w- walk down my street, you know. Mm-hmm. It, it was great. Um, but yeah, as long as I like to go in there and just put boots on the ground sometimes, like yeah, take a, take a lap around like like I said I don't want to if I'm parking in the French Quarter I'm not staying long you know but I'll, I'll take a lap around the French Quarter just see everything look everything and I feel I feel something it feels something just to walk around yeah and like I might get a you know something to eat or a daiquiri I get one of them mudslide daiquiris that's my poison <laughs> one of them uh, but I'll tell you another joy of mine in the French that's Quarter it. Um, yeah. well, some beignets Oh yeah, a couple of beignets from the coffee. Yeah. Um, well, one of the joys I have in French Quarter is literally just driving through it. The wind is down and the weather's good. Mm-hmm. Got a little music going. You can drive out front of your spots, say hey to people. Maybe pull over on the side and talk for a minute. You know, um, I love those days too when I'm just riding around through there. Um, but this weekend, for sure, I'm bringing the Nola Hog. I'm definitely bringing the Nola Hog. We're gonna have like Friday night when we actually go out. To dinner and all that um yeah we'll be taking an uber you know but, but um it, I, I love my daytime in new orleans yeah so I'm gonna, that's I'm what gonna, i like these yeah. days yeah the daytime yeah. i don't mind the nighttime over there on frenchman street where you oh, get yeah. some of that old school jazz yeah. music feel like you're they got the, a maker's market there where they got the, all the outside lighting and everything uh-huh. you know where you can get paintings and belt buckles and candles mm-hmm. and beads and shit and jewelry you know yeah, that's my part. That's mm. where I like to be. The only the only place I like to be out at night, and then you know you just gotta be careful out there. Yeah, stay on Royal, Bienville, Iberville, uh, Charters, um, Jackson Square. You know, like that. Those layers, they're good. Mm-hmm. They're good. Um, backside on the other side of the cathedral. Going you get on the other side of Esplanade, and you've gone too far. Yeah, unless you're on Frenchman. On Frenchman, Frenchman is good. But I mean, to that's... the left. Yeah, going up past Rampart. Oh, yeah, wow. on the other side of Rampart. Yeah, that's Hollywood over there. Yeah, yeah. I, I like a lot of stuff on Rampart too. Uh, they got the a good bike the, shop over there. Man, they got great restaurants, bars. You can go up there towards the park. You know, it's mm-hmm. beautiful and then easy, easy to be more access. Yeah, as well. And then you're right there at the French Quarter too. So I don't know, um, but but I'm glad to. I'm glad to go back. Um, I've been neglecting myself yeah. being there. Yeah, L- little pop-ins aren't bad. Full weekend there is wonderful. Yeah, that's what I say. That uh, You need to kind of be there overnight if you're going to have an experience in New Orleans. Oh. Yeah. You don't want to be worried about parking and driving home. And getting back in time. Yeah. yeah. So last Sunday was great because there was no real reason for going. Um, I went and helped. One of my friends uh, cut some uh, trees off the top of her house um, that were growing into her roof shingles. So I cut all that off, and I, we're riding, me and a friend of mine, and uh, I asked her, I said, hey, what you got planned later? She was like, I don't know. Well, I could do a little work, but I can probably do that tomorrow. I said, we're going for a ride. And so it was one of those, and it was perfect. Went down. Dusk came, 
time to go. Hell yeah. Got back in time, just at dark. You know, it was nice. You just it's spent nice. the day? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you were half the day. Shit, I spent the morning man. doing something that's, fruitful. That's where it's at in New Orleans. Yeah. For, for daytime. For yeah. Yeah. I, I like going, though, and getting the full experience. I need a, you're right. I need, I want my Friday night, kind of blow it out a little bit, get some sleep, get up Saturday, daytime. Yeah. And then come back in, in the evening, catch a little cat nap, little, wake up, take a shower, get fresh again. Yeah. Go on out for a little nightlife. Wake up late Sunday, get some more daytime. Late in the evening, before dusk, get on back to town. Heck yeah, man. That's, yeah. A, uh, that's a vacation. Well, I, you know how many mini vacations I've had now? Staycation. <laughs> <laughs> There's people in Brown still ask me, don't you live in New Orleans? I'm like, uh, yeah, you know what? My heart's there, but uh, you know, my money is right here. I do enjoy my jobs out there. I love traveling. Um, jobs where I get to travel and, and mix in some time there t- so that I can make it a little mini vacation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Work hard and fast and get it done. Um, but it that's a really important thing to proportion your time, not just uh, when you're traveling, but in general. You know, um, we, we always talk about self-improvements, you know, um, seriously trying to keep improving and uh, oh it's it's so hard but portioning your time um creating reachable goals reachable reachable yeah yeah Yeah, um and also as you're going along with it you have to take a little moment and realize where you've improved you know a lot of people want to maybe lose weight or tone up you know and so they, they start on something like that, and they create these impossible goals with it, and they they are steady measuring themselves, looking at themselves every day, stepping on the scale, doing this, and and in it they they lose what they're supposed to be doing. It's just a routine. It's something you're implementing. You you know, you're creating a reachable goal. What am I trying to do? I want to tone up and get down five pounds. Don't put 50 on the board. Now you're creating... It's too big. It's too big. We're getting static from your phone. Yeah. How about now? It missed, it's, been, it's like... It's been like... I've been... I've Still? Been, no, no. It's not doing it now. I'm just saying, when you get it right there... Oh. Yeah, it's yeah. like... Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, yeah, getting proper rest. Getting yeah. proper rest. Whether you're improving with... Something. The proper the rest thing is hard for me because I always want to overwork myself. Like mm-hmm. I feel my body feels like I can do it, so I think I can, but I really can't. I may have been able to do that shit when I was younger or something. But overexerting yourself, just you are yeah. you talking about with projects? Exhausting. Oh no, I'm talking about working. Yeah, out. working out. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. do too much, and then like I've I've instead of like resting two days I'm like hurt for three because I, I have to I have to literally my body's like okay you want to stop for three days now we're gonna we're gonna slow you down ultimately and then I could have just rested for two and I, I think understand I that fine. I, I mean but the work I do plus working out and and having uh, extracurricular time you know I, I've always hit everything at once I work every fucking day. I work out, and then I need to uh, 
uh, hit my uh, social appetite, you know. So I'm doing everything at, at all at all at once. And like if I have a really hard, hard week at work or a couple of really hard workouts or, you know, whatever it is, have a hard night out, it, it's, it's stifling. You know, it, bouncing back is not as easy. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I can tell now when I'm off and I can't stand it. I'll endure it the next day and push through. Mm-hmm. But not not being rested, you're not clear, you're not hitting you're not hitting on on every piston mm-hmm. every you know. Yep, and I can't I like you say, I can't stand it. I can't be that anymore. I cannot go through my days without the proper rest anymore. Like I know I used to be able to just you know, no sleep, go to work all day or whatever, but I cannot stand to I've never be been, that. I've way. never been that. I don't want to be yeah tired, or I don't yeah. want to feel less than I am anymore. Well, when you're rested, you you process your thoughts better. Your emotions are. I feel like you you get more more um, clarity to your emotions. Yeah, and you can understand them instead of just feeling something. You also understand it. You know, whereas if you can't understand it and you're just feeling it. We become more like we are in adolescence, mm-hmm. or waking from a drunken slumber. You know, yeah. you can't process. Oh, I feel rejection right now, but it's because instead you're like, I just feel rejection. Fuck the whole world and everybody they came with. <laughs> Fuck all their friends. Fuck them. <laughs> yeah, it's. That's the human nature, but but by getting that rest, it allows you. <sighs> okay, I'm 100 percent work. it allows you to reset completely. Yeah. Like all like health, getting REM sleep, your body repairs itself when you're like dreaming, basically. When you get in that REM sleep, deep, well, it's deep not just sleep. your body. The whole purpose of sleep is well, actually body, it's more mind. so your mind. Well, your, your mind is a part of your body. Yeah, and, and that's it, true. all of it is healing that's when true. you sleep, and your body too, man. Because I know, like when I'm when I'm sore and stuff, mm-hmm. like the uh, the level of sleep I get the night before often will determine like how much repairing mm-hmm. I do. Like I've seen it, like I feel it big time. Well, you, you, so your body, your mind, so also just your mood for me, like mood. One, yeah, if, sleep if, is just yeah, vital. It's vital, vital. It's essential. I get good sleep. I can have a good day at work. And think feel about good. the bodybuilders take that stuff to go into deep sleep so that their muscles repair faster. Yeah. What was that? GHB. Yeah. You remember that shit? I remember. I remember, it. I remember in the clubs. Yeah, um, I, I never had it because I never did anything. Somebody slipped you some? No, but I was told it's extra salty. Mm-hmm. And that it does that, you know, the, the G-hole, that's what they were looking mm-hmm. for. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, that's funny. Um, again, they, they're creating all these drugs for, like, physical stuff, you know, uh, uh, euphoric feeling mentally. When the fuck are they going to make a drug to make people really smarter? They're not going to release that to everybody. <laughs> if you're smart, you wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe if you're smart, you would, though. I don't know. Depending on the level of smarts. I think they're over there. I think they're over there in China 
over there fucking with some like some <laughs> serious. We talked about that before. Um, like super enhanced humans, clones. Yeah, yeah they're trying to really. Uh, and I think they're probably doing it here too. But uh, I, I think I think doing the clone makes you a more of a disposable human. So that's pretty smart. Yeah, that's that's really, super smart. That's really smart. Creating a disposable human. You know, you have less of a conscious about it and see what the results are before you do them in the ones you're keeping. What if them things come out tweaked the wrong way, man? I'm sure they will. I mean, you can't you, when you play God. Yeah. When you're not God, you're not going to get the same out. No. Mm-hmm. It's going to be some crazy nonsense. We're going to have some tough shit happen in the future. I'm just wanting to be one of their uh, people they give some of them limitless pills to. I'll take a... To test them out? Yeah. <laughs> I, um, I, um, it it didn't work you... out. Oh, did he figure out the code? He did. Yeah. Yeah. He figured out movie. enough to keep it. Yeah, he, he bought he the sustained company. It. And, yeah, he sustained okay, it. Yeah. Yeah. I wish that, I'm... So it worked out good for him, but nobody else in the movie did it no. work out good for no. Nobody. I, I wonder when You're they're taking a shoot the second one. Man, I love that movie. Yeah. I only bought, I've only bought a handful of movies on YouTube, and that was one of them for sure. I watched that movie. I don't. I couldn't even count how many times. I, I love the whole, the whole uh, plot of it. Brad Pitt's such a. I mean, uh, excuse me, Bradley Cooper. Brad Cooper. It, it's just such a phenomenal actor. Um, he's. I found that most Brads are like phenomenal people. Are they not? Yeah. No, I just figure that I see it, you know, yeah. and then like I act it, so I be it or something. I read. I read. <laughs> it was very, like poetry. <laughs> <laughs> I read very recently. Um, do you remember Elvira? She was a pinball game. Uh, like the pinball game, but what is made? All I remember is a pinball game they had at the bowling alley. It's Elvira. Well, uh, Elvira was like this chick in the 70s and 80s who kind of looked like she belonged in the Adams Family. The Adams yeah, Family. She, she, yeah. She, she had that high black hair and big boobs. But anyway, she lives in L.A. And one of her neighbors is Brad Pitt. And she told a story that Brad's been buying up all the properties around. He's got like 20 houses now. And one of them is this older gentleman. And uh, him and his wife live there. And so... I think Brad bought it and was like, you could just live here until you're not. And then, you know. And so the guy's outlived his wife, and he's still living. He's like 105, 104 years old. Brad's like, ah, well, This dude just won't go. <laughs> no, he never, he never said that. Yeah. But, no. but, but Elvira was just complimenting how sweet of a guy he is, how down to earth he is, and that to have the consideration for somebody older like that. You know, even when it doesn't necessarily work in your favor, they just won't. That's <laughs> cool, won't, yeah. You know? Yeah, I think that's really cool. But you're right. You know, Bradley Cooper is supposed to have a really good personality and be a real down-to-earth individual. Uh, great, diverse actor. Very successful in what he does. Apparently a great person. I think position. they're going to make a Hangover 4. They need to quit with the Hangovers. So, I, I'm look, excited And I about love that. the Hangovers. Yeah. I love that. Um my buddy Jesse, who we used to go to Vegas all, with all the time, we would, one day in the week we would go to one of their condos, the original condo that him and his family bought before Vegas and their market got really big. 
kind of to the outskirts of town. Mm-hmm. And they keep it still because they would lose so much money on it right now. It, right now, there's so much real estate in Vegas, they can never fill up all the rooms. And so all of anything older that's there. Because there's a lot of different hotels. Right. So there's they're so all many. competing with there's each other. There's so many. And you're getting good and they, prices. And every year they keep... On build- Hopper. <laughs> hotel Hopper. Well, every year they keep building new hotels where they already have too many fucking rooms. Yeah, right. So and they so, can't... Yeah, so... so they're off to compete with each and other. And if there's always something new... So they keep fucking building them. If there's always something new, who the fuck wants to stay in the old, right? So, anyway, they had this condo there that they originally got and they would lose so much money on selling it. They just keep it. You know, what's the point? And so they have a wash dryer there so... They go there and do their laundry. And so every time we would go in during that seven to ten day span to do laundry, there was only two movies there in the DVD player. It's this old TV with a built-in DVD player, you know. Uh, Hangover and Wedding Crashers. Nice selection. It's a great selection. So when we get there, we're like quoting everything. It just puts us in a happy mood, you know. Especially the Hangover one. Put it on, let it play in the background. (laughs) I like it. <laughs> yeah. But I go to sleep to stuff like that. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I love those movies, but they, they do need to stop. But yes, Brad's tend One to more. be good people. Nothing wrong with a, a quadrilogy. Izzy probably believes that too. How about that? <laughs> that was a fucking... Oh, I, I thought it, I was like, this is fake. He didn't look like he hit him. No, but, he did. But he... what he did and what I thought about, like, after, like, seeing him... He knew he 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 was prepared for this. He planned well, because about it. About when it. Alex was beating him in the first fight, he was stalking him. He yeah. was stalking him down, just throwing them fucking nukes. And we're talking about the I, UFC fight over the last. I weekend. think fucking he shelled up, and, and then he was oh, waiting. Yeah. He'd been practicing. He was dope roping him. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. I went, I went but not because it was the second fucking round. Well, that was exciting. So, so I did bet on this fight. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually bet on it three different ways. Um, good thing is, at where I watched it at, I went over to Jennifer and Jake's house. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. It was great because Jake's one of my best friends. Uh-huh. Um, me and Jennifer were family. You know, and then Tate's there with the baby. I watched it on TikTok. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm serious. Like, they, they're, they're live, they were TikToking us? Live streaming it. I didn't know they could do that. Oh, well, there, there you go. They, had, they boiled crawfish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, they boiled crawfish. I went over there. I was there for like six hours. I had smoked before I got there because I was just a little tired. And then I, I think about an hour and a half in, I went inside and just plopped my ass on the couch. And then everybody started coming in and watching it. But it, anyway, so back to the fight. Um, I actually, I actually bet on it. First, I bet two hundred that Adesanya would win by stoppage. KO or TKO. Then I bet two hundred that he win by submission, and that there was no, no fucking wrestling no, no, going no. on. And, and then my third bet when I came in last minute, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna double down on the fact that he's gonna win this by stoppage. You oh know? yeah. And bro, I did he, great. I won eleven. Somebody was getting stopped, bro. Oh, and I think bro. I think what Izzy was getting him leg kicks again. He was getting his leg tore the fuck up. That whole first round, and I, I don't, I think he knew he couldn't make it to the fifth round again. That he would have fucking wore that leg well, down again, like again, just like last time. He would have been able to have the mobility. 
I decided he had a game plan. Um, feel him out, but he also had an overall game plan, and that's what he was doing. Play dope rope with him and 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 pick him apart in between. He he saw his weakness, and he it's right. He was right because Alex was overconfident. He figured I'm just going to do the same thing I did last time, but this time I'm going to push it a little more. Practice. Yep, you saw it, especially and in that I, first round when he was stalking him. I was scared for it. I really believe. I really believe Alex had a plan to take him down too. I think he worked on his submission. Think so. I think if it went later, that dude's a world. I would have got paid. Boxer. I would have got a paid on a on a fucking submission by somebody. Oh, you think Izzy was going to take him down? Maybe. Well, no, I think Alex was going to shoot too. Yeah. I think they were both planning to do some ground game on this, and it just didn't get there. Mm-hmm. But nevertheless, I'm fucking thrilled because... What you, what you think about uh, old Javante Davis, Ryan Garcia? That's about to happen. That I'm excited about gonna that. That's going to be a great boxing match. I you think? think? I think... I'm I calling, think that I'm hydration clause is going to be way too much. I don't think Ryan... I think, I think if it goes the distance, Ryan's going to win late. Uh, if it goes the distance, I think t- he's going to win. But... Or just decision... But Tank's Tank stop him. Tank hits so hard, and if that motherfucker just touches him, that's gonna be the end of it. There's not gonna be competition anymore. I I think Ryan can take a good punch, but I don't think he's gonna take too many from Tank. Not not connect. He got knocked down in that uh, against the Luke whatever. What was his last name? Uh, Who? Luke somebody. He got knocked down in the second round and came back and won the fight. But, yeah. Um, but like I don't think it was anything like No, he he wouldn't get in the same what power tank tank. Him with. Yeah. And I don't I don't like tank as a he person. He can only hydrate after they make weight, he can only gain ten pounds. Ooh, they limited that. Yeah, hydration clause. Yeah, that's why I think tank will stop him. Yeah. If they if that wasn't the case, if they didn't have that clause in there, I feel like I feel like I think Ryan will win. And the, I um, The beautiful thing in, in the fight game is that Everybody's got a chance. Everybody's, Everybody's got, got a yeah. chance. Yeah. And you just got to hope that that one in a hundred chance that that opponent has of beating you isn't the night you're fighting them. Um, I try to tell that to people all the time. Boxing is, and basketball and baseball, it all it's kind of the same. Some, some nights you're off. Some nights you can't hit a shot. Some nights you can't hit the fucking ball. Yeah. Some nights you just, you're not feeling it on, on punching or movement or rhythm. And, and some nights, you just get fucking caught. Did you watch uh, Shakur Stevenson Saturday night? I didn't, and I didn't even follow up to see what happened. Tell oh, me. He, he, he ended him. It was like the uh, TKO. The ref stopped. He knocked him down in the first round and uh, just beating on him. Like, he was just mauling this kid. Yeah, the ref stopped it. Like he, And he called out Devin Haney after the fight. That'd be it. You know what, Devin? Devin, Devin Haney's Haney got to get past Lomachenko first. That dude is a Devin Haney's a dog. And, yeah, and Lomachenko. I don't think he's going to beat Lomachenko. I don't. You don't think he's going to beat him? I don't. I don't know I don't. how to feel about it. Like I'm a bet on it. You going to bet Lomachenko with? I just I am. man, that dude's a he's a warrior. I I, I think Lomachenko is going to go hard run. Yeah. He's pissed. He's still. I think he's still going to fight him one day. I think I think they're on different divisions now. Uh, it doesn't matter. Lomachenko and him will do a catch weight. It'll be like an end fight. I hate that because I'd like I like to see it now. He's at one forty now, so I don't know if he's coming down. Especially he's not he, going to. Especially if he beats Josh Taylor. Mm. But it would be funny if he beat Josh Taylor. But there's just so many fights you can make in Could. that division, especially. Well, 
in yeah. boxing it's not like UFC you know it's too political and and they follow that bullshit <laughs> not like the UFC does UFC everybody fights everybody you ain't got no fucking choice and it doesn't matter if you've got three or four losses you could fight for a title fight you get on three or four fight win streak and you and you knock off the right fucking people you fight for a fucking title in boxing you got two three losses you know, you're probably never going to get to fight for another title again even if you improve you know um Unless you, you know, like Unless Mickey Manny Ward. Pacquiao. Mickey Ward did it. He he ended up. Manny Pacquiao did it. He put together some losses. Like six losses. Yeah, but but you know, that fucking win streak and the quality of wins. Mm-hmm. You ain't got no choice when you got star power. Yeah. And Mickey Ward did you it. Put on a show. It's a yeah. different story. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, but, but these the, these but guys, the odds though, of boxing they, to do they're it. So, they're so uh, like infatuated with the way Mayweather did everything. Yeah. So it looks like that's the way you pick your opponents, you play defense, you run. They've always picked opponents and ran from hard fights in boxing. Yep. Always. That That's why when Dana White puts his own boxing league out, that's game over for, for yeah. well, all the rest of them. This could be a trend if, uh, like, you, Ryan Garcia, Javante Davis, and then you got Errol Spence and uh, uh, Crawford. And then who else? It's uh, Devin Haney and Lomachenko. These guys are starting. Yeah. They're starting to see. I think that. Well, they don't have a choice. They can't fucking. Just... You got to change with the times. Uh, Canelo's fight though. That that that's upsetting though. John Ryder. Yeah. Who, who the his fuck mandatory, is that? His mandatory. His mandatory yeah, for mandatory. one of his belts, but that that's upsetting. that should be on on Thursday night fights. <laughs> I Everybody's definitely won't. That's Nobody's not paying to watch. That's that. not gonna sell pay per views. Yeah. No. He's talking it up like that, that's the same thing they said when I fought Bevel that I just walked through Bevel. That's what he was saying. But no, that dude's not Bevel. <laughs> no, he's not as heavy either. No, that size difference is everything. Yeah, it was at one sixty eight. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it, he should have fought somebody else. That's kind of. He says he's gonna go fight Bevel next, though. So I don't know. It's a tune-up fight, but I don't. I don't understand it. That's kind of like what I'm talking about. When you, you know what I can't not pre- taking the best fights, and not saying Canelo's not took hard fights because obviously he has. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I compare boxing to politics. Yeah. It's full of shit, and yeah. nobody really gets what they want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that's what it is. That's what it is. Period. Politics um, are a mess right now. They just arrested the former president. They've raided the our current president's house. Uh, and who's going to be the next president? Who's going to even want this fucking job before long? Well, your whole life is fucked after you're president. You need Secret, secret Service. People. Here, handle all these classified documents. Make sure none of them end up at your house. And you know, but take Look, them with you wherever you go, and uh, have yeah, have hundred fucking people working for you, putting shit places. Think of it this way: cut all of that out of it. S- say you don't have any of those other stresses, which you will. But for the rest of your fucking life, the rest of your time on this earth, You're you and your family are have to be accompanied by yeah. Secret Service everywhere. Everywhere, yeah. That's Fuck crazy. that. They say some of the uh, the presidents, like back before, I guess, like you could, they would slip the wives would slip away, like you know, they would slip Secret Service. I probably can't do that now. No, no. they got too many cameras everywhere, yeah. and probably got fucking home. Why beacons. would you take that life? You know, I, I I'm sure. You, I don't. I, what's money really worth? Doesn't seem like a good no privacy. A good profile of people are wanting the job. <laughs> There's not. I just feel like I don't ever think. 
our presidents have been. I really wish before we would allow people to even run for president, we would really fact check these motherfuckers. Like, you you know, some of our better presidents actually have been people who are not qualified per se on paper. You know, like Reagan was a fucking actor. Okay. Um, I I really wish that like they had a history of politics. They were educated. Um, They showed a lifetime of good moral. You know what I wish? I wish we had a a fucking write-in ballot for every American, and every American just wrote who they want to be president, and whoever's name gets caught. They don't want it. They have to do the job if you're an American, or you get the fuck out. (laughs) See, if you get your name wrote that many times, you have to do the job. We do not want Brad to be in charge of this country. I just want to be the treasurer. No, you don't. I want to be in charge well, of that you, Scrooge You want the world's vault, largest... Which I think I've mentioned a Scrooge McDuck vault on every single episode sure. for some reason. That's okay. I'm going to have to get you a, a, a Scrooge McDuck shirt. Or some, kind of, some kind of attire. I want the gold bars in the vault. I don't want anything else. That's, well, you, there was you, just money he was swimming in. But he had gold bars and shit too. Think think of the facts of what you You ever seen that. cartoon syrup? No. Looks delicious. Car- oh, literally, <laughs> literally cartoon shirt. <laughs> I can't. You Scrooge McDuck so made me think of um, all dogs go to heaven, and they're uh-huh. looking. Th- the dogs are looking through the uh, the sunroom window while the people they pour on this beautiful syrup all over these cartoon waffles, and I'm just hungry right now. I think I'm just sorry. I go think ahead. so. <laughs> um. Don't worry if any of you are lost. Imagine how I feel. Sidebar. <laughs> uh, no, but you, your comment about wanting to be the treasurer of the United States. Here's a little fact: <clears throat> our country is in a fucking insane amount of debt. You you want to be in charge of debt? Well, what is that though? We really got to pay that? That's just like numbers, right? Oh, don't don't think it's like that we owe I, Indonesia some money. Don't think not China only are they getting money. leverage, which is the most valuable thing, and then I'm our just debt saying, do is, we really get to China? I feel like that's like like the Dumb and Dumber IOU. It's like <laughs> it's not though. No, okay, so China uses wait no no not like I don't feel like we got to pay that money to some other countries. But you say we're in debt. We're in debt to China. Yes, I, and I say that's why we're probably going to go to war China. with them because we're going to be like, you know what, bankrupt. <laughs> we're we're declaring bankruptcy on China. So not only are with we a war. in debt to China, we're also in debt to this big old IOU bucket that we've made in our own country. This is a Lamborghini. You're going to want to keep that. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> want to hang on to this one. Two hundred fifty thousand dollars for a Lamborghini. Yeah, you're gonna hang on. You're gonna want to hang on to this one. Two million dollars for a tank. Yeah. No, two billion dollars to Ukraine. You might want to hang on to that one. Oh, they've been like fifty billion over there. More than that, they spent fifty billion at one time. Yeah, they're like. And where's all this fucking money coming from, man? I I don't. Well, build some cool shit here, bro. Build a fucking force field, (laughs) so we can just be safe. Because somebody's gonna get bombed eventually. We're not safe. I know. If I said we, so. We can be safe if okay. we had a force field. Let's be real on that too. If there a was force a force field? field over this country, we're gonna be real if, on the force field talk. Okay. okay. <laughs> if, 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 I understand the contradiction. <laughs> I Go ahead. Under there. Um, if if we did have a shield over us, mm-hmm. 
and no outside countries could come in and do any harm to us. We would destroy our fucking selves. Well, hypoallergenically, if that were possible, then I think that we might get along. I don't know. Did you see the Homer uh, Simpsons episode where they had the bubble? No. Homer rode over the top with a motorcycle. He rode it. It was like a like a like an evil Knievel version of Homer. <laughs> That's what happens when you put a bubble up. That's people, true. People fucking ride learn from, it. Learn from Homer. Yeah. Oh God. The Simpsons will tell us everything, though. They predicted all, almost everything. They have so many episodes. They predicted Donald Trump being president. Um, what they else? Did. Something else recently. It's like big. That was a great question. But it's a lot of stuff. It's not just yeah. something. That was a well-written. It well, not was. It's still. It's still running? Fuck new, yeah. new episodes? Yes! They still do new episodes have, of I don't the have Simpsons. Cable. That's what I'm saying. There's so many episodes. They do like fucking 256 episodes a year or something. It's crazy. Man, we're going to have to check up the writers of, of The Simpsons. they got to be balling. Yeah, but I mean, it's all—it's not just writers. It's all different. They, their team, the whole I'm network, sure, has been yeah. hired and fired over the last 50 years or whatever. 40 years. I don't know. It's old, for sure. It's so hard to, to keep the public involved in something. There's so much new shit. In people lose interest. Yeah. They but also, sense. if you get a base following, yeah. then you know you maybe can always you keep build. that if you do good. If you yeah. do good, yeah. But you're right. It's always there's so much to pick through though. Now you have yeah, to. There's so much. There's streaming. Individual people will entertain you now. Yeah. And do it well. Yeah. People um, would rather look at their phone than watch a fucking series. And they do these little short series. That's what gets you because most people don't like. I don't have time to watch. Oh, it's only a seven. A seven-episode series or three-episode series. That's it's cutting down. We were talking about that with literature. P- people don't want to read. Um, people will read again. They, they don't want to read a full short story. They they want a little short paragraph and feel a height of of loss, of recovery, of hope, of I happiness. I want to laugh, cry. All inside five minutes. Yeah. I feel better again. Uh, also. Eight lines. Laugh, cry, and feel better. Yeah. Yeah. We want instant gratification for everything. So you're right. Mm-hmm. You know, there, and there's so many ways to deliver it to you with so many streaming networks on your phone, YouTube. Um, so, yeah, for people to really follow something on cable, that, that you got to build a hard base and then you got to constantly be creative. That's got to be exhausting. That's mm-hmm. gonna be exhausting. Mm-hmm. I, I remember running nightclubs and bars, always trying to keep new entertainment and do something new because you only had a shelf life of X amount of years and then you gotta shut down and reopen because people are tired of looking at this shit. Yeah, I know. Serve it to me different. Yep. Serve it to me different. That's right. I got some friends down in Miami right now. I sent them uh, a couple contacts of hosts, like nightclub hosts. And I'm like, you might want to check them though, because I haven't been down there in three or four years, you know, because it's true, people change out things all the time, mm-hmm. you know. Um, there's always something new in the city. Restaurant, you ain't been there in two or three years. That restaurant may not even be there anymore. Mm. You know, you've had a nightclub you used to go to. That's great. How long ago? Yeah, that's over with. You know, they <laughs> that's become a a Walmart now or <laughs> a. Uh, 
Bed Bath and Beyond, you you, you don't know. Things you ever don't been stay. in the back of a Bed Bath and Beyond? No. What do you mean? Like in the like storage? Like back back. Mm-hmm. There's a secret door that you go through, and like supposedly when you get to the other side, you can find the secrets and the meaning to life and stuff. What movie was that from? <laughs> I don't know, man. It was in a movie. Definitely I know it was. Uh, I don't uh, remember. A which black one. man played God. Was it? Yeah. Oh, Who is that? Liar, liar. What's the guy's name with the good voice? Morgan Freeman. Yes. Yeah. Liar, liar, or the yes man? I don't know. Which one was that? Liar, liar. I remember that. Or yes man. Why is it all coming to me? No, it was like uh, it's right around that time. Huh? I don't know. Jim Carrey did so many cool movies, man. I love that when. When an actor has, especially when they play comedic roles, and then they switch over to something serious. Or Bruce comedic. Almighty. Bruce oh, Almighty. Yeah. There you go. Okay, good. Yeah. Very good. Uh, and Evan down. Almighty. I thought of Evan Almighty first. No. Because it's Bruce Almighty, yeah. 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 They built the ship in Evan Almighty. That was Steve Carell. He's cool, too. Steve Carell was funny. Yeah. What was that? 40 year old virgin and all that? Oh, he did a lot of stuff. The oh, Office. Yeah. Well, the Carole. Office, yeah. 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 He did a lot of ghosts. The Office is a shit. I, I love that, though, when, when people have a niche of something and they break out of that mm. and succeed at it. Yeah. Not, not do it and then fucking horribly crash. Yeah. Um, but, but I love that when I see a comedian switch over. Jamie Foxx, fucking phenomenal. phenomenal. Oh, yeah. He's a different type of human. Oh, my God. He can do everything. We were just talking about him, um, <coughs> Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper, you know. He, yeah, he's versatile as well. He's yeah, man, he came hard with uh, uh, what was that one where he's a where he's a musician and the lady got yeah, finding out they actually sang those songs. He wrote and performed yeah. all of that music. Yeah. Um, I listened to a a little interview thing to it, and Lady Gaga was approached by him with it. Then. They set up a meeting. He went to her house, pulled out a guitar, and played some of the music. And she was like, "I'm in, I'm in." That was the definitive moment where she went, "I am in this for sure. I'm That's doing awesome. this." It inspired her. Yeah. Um, she also did a, a, an interview with somebody after, and they were asking her about you know this movie. What did it mean to her? And she said, "Bradley Cooper is such an inspiring individual that he pulled me into this role of." of this woman who was a nobody working her way up doing whatever she can to get by and then immersed into fame and music because of her raw talent she said part of that role will ever be with her will ever be with her because originally music made her get away from folk music that she was doing go into this Lady Gaga this is what the people want your image and everything they changed everything about her and she said doing that movie made her revert back kind to, of reset to something in her that she she said now that she's found it she can't never let it go so oh, it'll ever yeah. be a part of her that's how much the movie meant to her and, uh, but that's it's beautiful to 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 not knock something off you're doing something creative something with some humility you know he was this singer who was so distraught and miserable and pain that he would drink himself to oblivion just to get by you know and then, yeah meets this woman and falls in love, helps her find her art. I mean, it's just a lot of... And then dies, so 
you see this whole roller coaster of everything, and then take this original idea, this original thing, and and make it to that, you know. Although I don't think it was original. Actually, come to think of it now, I think there was another movie. It was an original one. Yeah, yeah. he did a rendition. Barbara Streisand. Yeah, back in that era, was it seventies? Yeah, I've never seen yeah. it, but but he's even still, he did a beautiful rendition of it. He wrote all of the music in it. He performed it, and he fucking captivated that role. And by the way, Bradley Cooper's sober. He's been sober for years. He, um, he actually had to quit drinking because he, he knew he would kill himself. He was losing the quality of time, um, being present. You don't remember conversations. You don't remember nights or days. Um, I get it. To recognize that and to go cold sober like that, I'm sure that probably had a lot to do with how he cold carried out that role yeah. of knowing what it's like. Oh, he got sober for the role? He was sober before the role. Okay. And he, but he did the role of But I know he was trying to get sober in the role, so I was thinking like, oh, those are real detox and something. No, but he definitely knew no, what he it was, felt he like. He was sober prior to but he, he had a comparison. So yeah. he knew he knew just how to be that motherfucker. Yeah. That's awesome. I love that shit. Um, Adam Sandler, we were talking about him earlier. One of my favorite, favorite fucking serious roles he plays in. I think it was the first serious one. Rain Over Me. Yeah. You remember that one mm-hmm. with Don Cheadle? Yep. Man, that, that fucking movie, it's one of my crime movies. Yeah, that was a good movie. Man. He, to, uh, he's good at those dramatic roles, too. Um, he had that, uh, that movie just recently where he was the jeweler. Yeah, the Jewish guy. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it yet. You haven't? It's good, no, man. It's, it's really on Netflix. Good. Yeah, it's all that shit's on Netflix. Yeah. That's awesome about Adam Sandler, too. He did that. Deals with all his shit's on Netflix. Happy Madison Productions. Yeah. And, and uh, uh, what's that? The other movie with the basketball player. Yeah, he's an agent. Story. Yeah, that he's shit's cool agent. too. Yeah, he does dramatic good. I like he Adam does. Sandler a lot. That motherfucker, he, he, I mean, he probably does better than The Rock, and The Rock owns his own production company, too. He does well. Yeah. The Rock, Mark Wahlberg, uh, Adam Sandler, like, these people are more than just actors. They're, yeah. they're deep. And Adam's been doing it since Happy Kilmore and Billy Madison, so that's well, Actually, it. Happy Madison Films is the name of, or Happy Madison Productions is, is his company. Yeah, okay, what was the first movie he did? Joe Dirt? I think that might be it. Actually, it might not Adam have been Sandler. He 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 was the the production. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was the first movie Happy Madison did as a Happy Madison. Now wow. that you say that, yeah, I think maybe Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore were done by somebody else. Hmm. I'm not sure, but I I don't know. Jared Dirt was definitely done by Happy Madison. I, I love seeing people with diverse talents. I, lo- I love when they <coughs> when they can do more than just one niche of something you know like mm-hmm. some people can just sing that's what I'm trying to write. diversify myself I'd like to be able to do more self improvement well. yeah in all areas and keep on self improving keep on working towards goals different ones you know people people do that they'll grow complacent in who they are and kind of like this is just who I am mm-hmm. you know I don't want to do that I just gained 45 pounds and have diabetes now and heart disease it's so scary. I carry my son around sometimes, and it's common. And like he's about forty-five pounds, something mm-hmm. like that. 
and you just think like I could lose 45 pounds and still be alive and like what would walking from Walmart to my feel like you know how much better will I feel because yeah. I lost 30 pounds 35 pounds in the last like seven or eight months or something hey what's your goal weight if you're, um, if you're creating a reasonable oh I like healthy. that that's I don't reachable know. Yeah, I don't have putting a, a number on it is really because I want to say under two hundred, but I just don't know if that's possible. I just want to be reachable. I just want to be healthy. I want to feel good, and I I've been feeling better and better. Honestly. I believe it. Yeah, my dad was two twenties. He's down to one eighty six. He said I sleep better, I feel oh, better yeah. when I'm awake. Oh, Looking yeah. better is like an aftermath deal. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just. You're getting up in age now. He's like, I'm, I'm no longer worried about lifting over 400 pounds anymore. I want to lift 200-something, 15, 20-something times repetitiously. Yeah. I want to be flexible. I want to be able to run. I want to feel when I breathe my lung not to be bottoming out and I can't get it in, you know. Yeah. And So I, I get it. I'm, I'm with him. I mean, you and I are in the early stages of worrying about longevity. He's, he's there. Yeah, I and mean, with uh, the new new additions to our family, we really got to start. Got to now, because yeah, I don't know when I'm when God's gonna call me to go, but when I go, I want to be I want to be wide open, running like I do now, and everything in life. I want to have the energy to do everything I do. I want to be present. I want to be physically able, if God willing. And when I go, I just want everything to break at one fucking time. That would be ideal. That that isn't that the dream? Mm-hmm. I, I I've been you on just my hold all this stuff together. For, my so my dad it all breaks at the same I've time. Been on, I've been on his ass about his gut and and not taking care of himself. I'm like, dude, you're on the verge of retirement, but you want to retire and you can't bend down and tie your fucking shoes. Think about that. I'm telling you, take. 25 pound weight and walk around with it for a little while and then say could I stand to lose that I mean if you know you can then just think about how much better you will feel once you get that off oh you. I like, can't imagine I still have a, a at least 125 pound weight on me that I could take off and I, I just that's motivation to me like just I want to feel better it's not nothing about the I'm, I understand the goal weight I just want to feel my best you know what I'm saying I've always been this weight yeah but I was talking to somebody the other day I was like I got a fucking dad bod and they were like nah I'm like nah your comparison of a dad bod to my knowing of me being in shape is different mm-hmm. running being an athlete and then having to deal with regular life is yeah well I'm, I'm ultra active too yeah you know I have a metabolism thank you mama that burns at a fucking it's like an incinerator but being you just said it earlier how do you feel mm-hmm. I want to sleep good I want to wake up feel strong I want don't want to be wore out after I go hard you know mm-hmm. I, I drove I, I went and did a job last week in Toledo Bend three That's and a half a nice hours area. it's a great area yeah. got a fucking ticket on the way there hit an animal it's an area for that oh man this, this asshole is 55 miles an hour and then there's all of a sudden a drop to 35 miles an hour sign. that's, a, that's he how was, they do it he was right past the fucking that's side that's how they do it 
That's what. That's why they put them fucking yeah, speed limit signs in the middle yeah. of a fifty-five mile an hour road. I hate that area. For that's that the only income. That's the only income. But I went out there. Yeah. I drove three and a half hours there. I worked nine hours straight at a fucking mad. I'm talking. I was at a mad pace. I left, drove three and a half hours back, a zombie. And I'm. I don't think I've quite completely recovered from it yet. Because mm-hmm. I mixed my workout in. My regular work, you know, I really didn't do anything wild over the weekend. I took it pretty easy, but man, I want to feel good. I want to feel good. I don't want to be feeling like that, like that, that one hard day shouldn't knock me back so hard. It shouldn't. So I, I gotta, like you said, I don't have to worry about losing any weight, but I need to maintain what I got so I feel conditioning. Good. Yeah, I want to want to maximize my output and my, you know, all my chemical levels in my brain. Right. And you want to worry about getting nutrients and minerals to inside mm. your bodies because being at a, a good weight often does. You can still have uh, you can a be fatty a, liver. Yeah, and all your insides yes. from not getting, you know, enough protein and minerals. And I call them skinny fat. Yeah, I know lots of people like that. They they look great. Oh, but the, all they fucking eat is like Cheetos and McDonald's, dude. One million percent. I, I drive to McDonald's occasionally to get food, and I look at these fucking fries made of I don't I call it human cardboard, and then uh, I and then these there. soft drinks. Everybody's I'm like, what Since are these? August of last year, dude. It's nothing but sugars, nothing but sugars. That's everybody's addicted to it. So I told you if I was a farmer, weed, sugar, avocado. Mm-hmm. Had the means. That's where all the money's at. Yeah. People consume globally consume that, but in America, that's our way of life. Feeling good's vital, though. Feeling good is vital. I I cannot stand when I have a conversation, and I can't think of the words or people's names. I can't articulate what I'm wanting to say. Mm-hmm. Have you a Big Mac and a large fry, and that's how you'll feel. Like, you feel it, like it, it affects your slug. brain. Yeah. No offense to people that eat that, but you know damn well that shit ain't no. It's good. not good anymore. I think when we were kids, it might have been made a little differently, but now that's just just made to profit and fucking. It's no no nutritional value in it. Isn't that absurd that the lower Okay, so if you have a lower income region of people, mm-hmm. neighborhood, section of a state, city, whatever, wherever the income is lowest at, the foods have to be cheaper, including the drive through They tend to get busier than a nicer restaurant. Mm-hmm. But the quality of the food is shit, too. Why, like, why can't we find a way to make it healthy, but at the same time cost-efficient? Like, you just can't... You're not eating truffle fries now. You, you know you're eating actual potatoes. You know my my sister is a nonprofit, and she says that one thing that they wish they could implement with the food stamp program and and aiding assistance of, of people getting meals is to actually put food baskets together to where they already know I can make this meal. This is everything I need in here, and it's of actual nutritional value rather than empty carbs and sugars and whatever whatever preservatives and bullshit that they put in 
majority of our foods now. And all it does Potassium, is... Potassium, bromate. Yeah, so you, you're assisting people with money and food that aren't spending the money right or eating what they need right. So what, how are you really helping them? You see? It's 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 a long game she's talking about, you know. Oh, I get, I understand. I grew up poor, and, and man, I remember a time when me and my family were on food stamp, and again, you're getting off-brand everything. That's one way to save money. But what are you buying to actually eat? What are you ingesting that's helping you in any kind of way? Nothing. You, people creating more disease so people, that you can lean on. Eat to free fill up and tell your brain that you don't need any more food, but that stuff's not doing anything but digesting, and it's not digesting well. No, you, you're, you're storing overworking it. your liver and your kidneys. Eating that 25, 35, 45, 105 extra pounds that you're talking about. Exactly. You're just putting that somewhere. Yeah, you're, just, you're taking it in. It's, it's like taking your, your puppies and feeding them literally human cereal as opposed to... Bad you're dog gonna, food. You're gonna, that puppy's life is probably cut in half by at oh least yeah. a third. It's gonna have arthritis. It's horrible. All kind of stuff. There you it, go. It's just gonna have a. So why would you life. feed your kids that or yourself? I don't know. Um, I'm not. You I'm, see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't want to. The logic we have. The logic we have. You're worried about offending somebody. Or, uh, what is that? Pronouns, or being offensive or whatever but you're not worried about taking care of your health that should be number one it should be you would think as again we have these iPhones we have the internet all of this knowledge whether it's all true or not but a majority of it is at your fingertips and yet we are watching TikToks and YouTube and Reality TVs. We're not educating ourselves. We don't care about my TikTok is educational. Yours is. You actually watch a lot of educational stuff. You actually do a lot of work. Learn a lot of recipes and stuff too. Well, that's you. I've seen TikTok where people (laughs) get stuck in elevators or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Bad service. Yeah. For the uh, math, for the kids, I think it's terrible because they're just gonna show you more of whatever you want to see and if. You know, if you like fucking <laughs> clicks, yep, just for the the clicks. But again, like if, we, if, we, if we're gonna eat, why can't we? Why aren't we? Why aren't we caring about what it's actually doing for us? Um, I don't know. We just we ain't meant to last. <laughs> nope. And some people, I I guess, just want to go out fast. They just live hard, die young. Well, at least schools are doing it right. I mean. Well, when you get in school lunches, they, they actually worry about a nutritional Are value. You good. You know, good. That, that's a good thing. I don't know how much nutritional value is in that pizza they used to feed us. But it I was just good. thought about that, too. It was good. I like that pizza. Bro, school pizza for this shit. I've been trying to get other people's pizza. They used to get other, other people's rolls, chocolate milks, little bags of chocolate milk. Oh, yeah. You remember those little milks? That actually came out while we were in school. Yeah. They used to be cartons, and I remember they went over to those little... Yeah, it did. Huh? Do they still do the bags? I don't know. Hmm. I haven't been to school in a while. <laughs> Me neither. In fact, I was asked to leave a little early. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I was telling somebody the other day, they were talking to me. Somebody's known me for years. Uh, she didn't know I have uh, 
violent tendencies. Could not, was like, what? You used to fight a lot? I'm like, uh, yeah, uh, I will fight a lot still. Too. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, what? I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah, I guess I just don't give that off with the glasses and cool boy hair. That's cool. Uh, I was, I was, it's like a superhero costume. And I, I like that, though. I hate yeah. that when people know me for just one piece of me, one part of me. Mm-hmm. Although I do, I, do, I do love that when people bring up literature. You know, I, I feel good about that. I'm a little more proud of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, rather than street fights. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was, uh, I don't know, it's a long time ago, really. I don't see that. I know. I know what kind of person you are back, you. back then and now. Yeah. But like now, like I don't, I don't, I don't I, I, you don't go out and get no. into the many. We were younger, I think, and we were putting ourselves in more situations where bad outcomes could, you know, could come yeah. about. I, I do that now. I balance in my head. If yeah. somebody offends me and I'm out somewhere, one. I could end this right now, but I'm going to disrupt the ambience of this place. There's cameras everywhere, so I'm going to be on candid camera. When you leave down I'm the going street. to catch a charge. i got to pay for this doctor visit. I'm probably going to embarrass the owners and may not be welcome here anymore. Uh, it's going to abruptly end my night. Uh, maybe I could just smooth, smooth on away from here get on out of this I think that's a uh, it's more talented to be able to do that to evade it yeah so I've seen you do it before you yeah, know I'm pretty good at it yeah just like I kind of take a mental like what was that movie where the, the guy's looking at the naked chick and he he closes his eyes and he says mental picture mental picture mental picture <laughs> I kind of do that with people take this mental picture I'm like I'll remember your bitch ass for another time (laughs) (laughs) I'm bad about that but I am better at letting the moment pass yeah I I don't know I think that's just like coming of age people grow up you stop putting yourself in places that you're gonna get in trouble stop putting I know that I can't be around people Period, really. I just I, that I don't like or get along with because I'll, I'll I will say something or but not one anymore. I'll just leave. I'll just, eh. You'll see it. You'll see it in my face. I'll oh, show it in mine. I'll make little comments, um, but I'm I'm not as um, direct. Yeah, I'm not trying to go straight. To, well, I used to do that. I would cut straight to you can quit talking. We can go outside. Right. You know, I kind of. I give a little subtle bark, let them know this is the wrong tree, and then I'll, I'll, I'll kindly exit or get away from that person. It's so much smarter to do that these days because there's so many more people with guns, for one, that you will just lying. fucking, they will just shoot you. You are not lying. And, they, and, like you said, there are so many more people that will remember your face from yeah. later. They'll take, yeah. so they put you on video take a picture of you you're on camera everywhere and then they'll come maybe they might like come find you or something you know like it's a fucking terrible time these people are fucking crazy i I went recent um last not last weekend i think the weekend before 
maybe it was last weekend. I don't remember. I went to remember Randall that we grew up with, Randall, Randall yeah. Johnson. Yeah. I went to his when his daughter's birthday, um, and denim, you know, outskirts, uh, uh, a Pete's Highway, somewhere in there. And I went over and hung out with them, and he, we were talking about these youngsters. He's like, man, they don't fight no more. They all shoot. They all shoot. They'll pull out a gun and shoot. That's they the thing. They don't even think about it. That's they don't the even thing. think about That's it. what they're taught. That's what it, I mean, I know it's kind of cliche, but video games, rap songs, this is what they were born on. I don't, but I, do they... Is what we they need to watch more court TV. They need to. I feel. I feel like, and this may be biased, but I feel like, in the eighties and nineties, rap videos and motherfuckers pulling guns out and violence and fights were more of a common thing than it is today. I think I today's think so. generation is more appalled by. I don't think so at all. That uh, crime has has done nothing but rise. You think so? I know. Yeah. There's more. Well, there's people. definitely more people on the planet. There's sure. more people, so there's yeah. more crime. And uh, there's more people getting packed right. into smaller spaces. There's definitely more crime. The crime is doing nothing but go up. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. That is very true. But people are definitely a lot more like critical and you know of. Well, yeah, everything's on video. Yeah, that's, that's what yeah, I mean. And they want to. But how yeah. do these kids though? Young teenagers that are I think desensitized to it because we, there's a mass shooting every fucking day. There is, there is. I, it pops up almost every fucking day. I, I used to watch Twitter every day just to keep up with all of that, and I'm to the point now where I just kind of browse at it, and if it's not a neighborhood right by me, which a lot of times it is, I just I don't like taking in. Um, I, I I have no faith in news. I don't immerse myself in it, but I see the headlines. I get, yeah, I get, that's that's what I mean. That's what I'm not. It it t- does take a toll on you. Like I don't want to read the article and read it, you know, and get all into it because you know I know there's going to be not too long there will be a shooting where you will get all into like that one in Valdez where the police wouldn't go in and the guy was just inside the school fucking yeah. going ham and the police were outside like setting up barricades and shit and finally. Uh, fucking border patrol agent went in and got him like with he wasn't supposed to go in like that's oh man I think I got chills talking about it it's there's so many scenarios it's emotional because I have a child and I'm gonna have to oh, you would you would think that, that they would go hey you know what we gotta end it quickly let's go in I guess I guess there's that there's a conflict he may not once you're shooting you need to go in there immediately. If there's shots being fired, you're not setting up barricade no, outside. You, you should not be. You should be. It's too late. Yeah. At that point, people are dying every yeah. time you hear a gunshot. Right, exactly. They should have. They're probably going to change the mandatory way to handle that coming up. I hope. They got to change how schools are made. There needs mm-hmm. to be one entry. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh well. Well, here's the thing: if you one only entry. Got, if you only have one entry, one exit, what do you do in case of a fire? Or. If somebody comes in that entryway and blocks it off, they need to have a way to leave. Uh, They'll figure it out. There's got to be a safe room. One door that opens inward, and then all the other doors, and then a bunch of doors that only open outwards. Mm, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. That's not a bad idea. Or like a safe room between every other classroom. 
give it a because the kids. So once somebody's in in the school, in between classes, there's all the kids are branched off That's into true. classrooms. There's no way to get everybody when there's a live shooter. I don't know. They'll figure it out. I really. I think. I think it's. I, I think it's. I mean. They I have in Baton Rouge, New Orleans. Trust in. in Baton Rouge, New Orleans, every single one of these schools has an on-duty officer there. I think that's a great start. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not for over-policing, but I do I do believe there has to be guidelines. There has to be okay, structure. There has 100% to be. 100% be a yeah. cop at every school. Yeah, and I'm not even... Or it, at I'm least a cop that like yeah. patrols the area... And he has like a certain amount of time. He comes mm. to the school mm. and sits. That way, there's always a presence. Yeah, there's always a police presence. I think yeah. that's a good. And idea. I don't know. They might do that already. Or, or an armed somebody that has yeah. some kind of fucking training. Yeah. I, I don't know. It, it is a concern, and you're right. I mean, that's true. There are so many more people on the planet, and they are desensitized. And man, I just there, there are people that don't care that there are that other lives or other situations than themselves or that there is a price to pay like prison or a death. You know, some so, people that right. might sound good to, you know. Yeah. That's very true. Very true. I don't know. I I I really I'd love to have I love when I meet people that rejuvenates my faith in humanity. I like meeting strangers that I have a good conversation with. Uh, have a moment where we get to share that's actually you can smile when you leave them you know I, I, I think that's great I wish there was more of it I wish people cared to live in a quality world but they're everybody with different situations that may be just burnt up on life don't find any hope in it we were talking about this before how loneliness is a big thing with people you know, Some people they, never get hugs. Yeah, they, they're on the fucking computer talking to me and people with playing Dungeons and Dragons, mm-hmm. but they don't really have any real conversation with anybody. Mm-hmm. They have no one to love them. They didn't. You're weird, but there's other weird people that'll love you too. You just gotta get out there and get to them. Yeah. Well, we're all a little weird, right? Right. You know, in our own way. I got I got a friend of mine who I've been friends with for. God, years, years, and we've been hanging out more lately. And they tell me all the time, they're like, I just never saw this side of you. What do you mean? Like, didn't know I was funny. <laughs> well, I think I'm funny. <laughs> you know when I get on my little tangents where, you know, I get to ripping a little bit, you know. Yeah, man, and, you're and, hilarious. Yeah. It, 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 I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Let it be known. Like, yeah, we, we always have serious conversations. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, you know, people, it, we're all weird. We all have our own little ticks, and, and you know, you just got to find your, your people. Yep, and they're and out you, there. You're not going to do it sitting on sitting You're right, on you're not. You got to get out. Get but pe- out and pe- Yeah, people's personal experiences, yeah. though, you know, like bad times in school or job, yeah. or get outside your life a little bit. Right. Go meet, go meet people. Go to a uh, A meeting or something. Even sure. if you're not an alcoholic, just go. Yeah. Immerse yourself. Meet people. Don't yeah. say hello to people. Look them in the face. Yeah. Say hello. Yeah. Ask them if they want to get a drink after the meeting. This is coming from <laughs> the guy who hates people. <laughs> oh, maybe I don't know. What do you do when you see people? Most the other people way. are shitty. Majority but, of people are. Yeah. 
Well, no. Let me rephrase. Every person has bad in them. Yeah. Yeah. Some people are that. I'm not mad at them. I'm just riffing. Some people are bad with that foot forward, and and you have to earn what's good in them. Mm -hmm. I can respect those people, too. Mean people that actually have a nice... My mom. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Um, Travis says, my mother is probably the most um, confrontational, aggressive person he's ever met. She's a sweet woman inside, too. You just you got to get there. It's just how she is, man. It's just the way about, about her. I love it. It's a little aggressive. I like <laughs> I like older people that are just very direct. Yeah. You got to respect it. You want a sandwich? Take a sandwich. It's like, damn. I didn't even want a sandwich, but I know this is how you're telling me that, you know, you like me. Yeah, feeding you. Yeah. Yeah, if she feeds you. Yeah. Um... If she tells you to go make your own fucking food, she don't really like you. She's just being nice. Yeah. But if she f- puts food on, on, on a plate, plate, gives it to you, in front of you, feeds you, yeah, yeah, that's like... That's acceptance. Yeah. And she's not going to quite burn you at the stake today. Yeah. <laughs> fucking my mom. The woman of the trip. Well, guys, thank y'all again for listening. We're going to wrap this one up. I hope... All of you are having a wonderful week. <clears throat> I hope that that you're out there trying to improve yourself, make your own little world a little better, and uh, and it, you at least had a at least a couple laughs listening to these two guys. <laughs> at least a couple, even if they were at us and not with us. <laughs> Small price to pay for a little little bit of joy in your life get some of that with a side of mayo (laughs) anyway we're gonna catch y'all on the next one y'all have a great week and uh you'll hear from us soon see y'all later cheers